Check, check, check. Just making sure the levels are showing up. Mic check, mic check. Yeah. Yo, what's up, man? What's good? So we got our first guest on the podcast, Jay Burn, a.k.a. my DJ. And fuck, I'm wearing a shirt today. Just got yeah, in the mail the other day. Appreciate he just came that. back from Indiana, right? Yeah. Tight. What were we doing out there? Shows? Uh, so I'm part of this uh, company I DJ for the Big Bounce. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was gonna ask about that. I saw your videos on Instagram. Yeah, dude, it's pretty cool. It's like the world's largest bounce house. So tight. It's actually Guinness World Record approved. So, oh shit. Yeah, it's pretty tight. It's you know, just cool. DJ paid free. gig or just yeah, paid for sure. Oh, nice. And free traveling, so it's like nice. All the hotels you know, paid for and everything. Yeah, hell Damn, yeah. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> Damn, it's pretty tight. That's the goal. What else, what else have you been up to? I see you doing like I saw you at that other studio, that one that you sent me, the grill or something. Yeah, yeah that's the one the that you were at. So I was there today, actually my first day. Dope. Um, just interning there, kind of seeing where that goes, and yeah, thanks, man. How'd you get that? You worked out. Um, actually, so they had a ad on Instagram. Uh-huh. And oh, nice. I just, just jumped on it. Jumped on in. Nice. They hit me up with an email. And we're like, yeah, you trying to intern here? You know. Is it paid or just experience? No, it's just experience. But yeah, the, the, cool thing, the, the cool thing, the cool thing though is that they'll do. Um, they'll give you free sessions, like you know, as an intern, yeah. three to four hour sessions. Whenever you want, so engineer included, or you just get to like mess around on your own. With uh, kind of just mess around on your own, from what I know. But I, I'm sure like the engineers okay. wouldn't yeah, mind, yeah, like, yeah. you know, helping out if you need something. So. For sure. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that later, but like more like technical questions. Yeah. When we're doing the, cause I, like I said, I was planning on doing like that artist artist interview type of thing towards yeah. the end, and I was gonna do some like real life questions and then some more like music nerd shit like about <laughs> yeah, compressors and eqs and all that yeah. just for like i know that's a definitely a part of my audience at least on instagram and yeah. i feel like the people who would tune into this probably some other producers mm-hmm. and engineers working on their own shit yeah definitely. so it's always cool to like get insight into other people's like work workflow and everything because i know everybody likes different brands and different plugins and shit and yeah I've been trying to get into more like outboard stuff. I bought this one like channel strip a long time ago. That's why I got this interface because it has the multiple outputs and shit. Uh-huh. So I can start working with some real yeah. shit. But you know, no, I see what I you're saying them. though with yeah. like all the plugins because yeah, everybody sure. uses different mm-hmm. shit, you know. And like when it comes to collabing, yeah, they're like, oh, like I don't have this plugin, I don't have that yeah. plugin. What I've heard is works, like works. a lot of people just use like stock plugins mm-hmm. for collabs. So I mean, unless you have like the same DAW, like. It might be a little bit easier too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I know at the higher levels, like when you go to studios like that, everybody has like the standard waves and the fab filters oh, yeah. and the Everything sound universal. toys. Yep, uh-huh. UA. The um, fab oh, filters I just got into a Slate Digital. Slate Digital, I've heard Slate about Digital, it. Slate Digital, yeah, it's pretty sick. Haven't really. I got the all access pass for like twenty five bucks a month. It's pretty dope. You Is get like access to their whole like online academy. They got like okay, uh, tutorials and like kind of like masterclass type of shit. So it's cool. not like, wait. No, you get plugins too. You That's get plugins, yep. but it's not like a rent to own. It's just rent, like you just. Yeah, it's just rent. Okay. I did get rent to own for something. What was it? Um, I was messing around with Nectar. Nectar. Yeah, for vocals. Oh it's yeah, it's it has like Splice. That. Splice always uh-huh. markets it. Yeah. Yeah, it's from Isotope. That's tight. Because I use them for ozone, like for mastering and shit. Yeah. But uh, I like. It's like Nectar. auto-tune almost, right? Nectar. Yeah. No, it's just no. like um. It's like a mixing assistant. I don't always use that part of it, but the feature I do like is called Unmask. Uh-huh. So, like, you select certain tracks that you want it to just, like, carve out a space specifically for the vocal, and it, like, yeah. hears the song, and uh-huh. just, it's trained to do that. 
So it's like a good starting, even if you don't like just accept exactly as it gives it to you, you could use it as like a starting point and it's like already have a good space for your vocal. Uh Wait, hold on. Were were you going to record? I just realized Oh yeah, sorry. Oh no, I mean like the like you said you were gonna do visual. Oh shit, you're right. (laughs) My bad, I hit the bong and I forgot about that. (laughs) Give me like two minutes. Welcome to the show, guys. So what are these exactly? Are they just. Oh yeah, but my plants are currently getting some plants. Ah. That's cool. Should have told me I would have brought my GoPro. Oh shit, my bad. I wasn't even sure if I was gonna do video for it or not. be cool uh i've been watching uh or not watching but like listening to short story long by drama from the you know rob deirdeck's fantasy factory yeah his cousin yeah i've been watching like the oldest shows like i kind of making my way to like the most current ones tight but, like they he always has visuals for it too like it's pretty tight yeah, I've seen knowledge. a bunch of, like, rappers go over. Or actually, I don't know if it was Rob Durdeck or um, that other... It was some other, like, skate guy, I think. And he had, like, a bunch of rappers that were coming to his studio. And he had, like, some Fantasy Factory type of shit where it was just, like, this giant, like, playground for a skate park. Oh, no, somewhere. that's Rob, Rob Durdeck. Oh, okay, sure. it's still the same yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Rob, for sure. Yeah, like, the Young and Reckless guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah, cousin, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's cool. So I was right. But, yeah, that place always looks sick. I saw it in, like, a couple music videos. Yeah. You, you used to watch Robin Big? No? Um, it was Rob Deirdeck. It was on okay, TV yeah, yeah. with Big Black. No? Nah. Probably not. Damn. No, sounds just, familiar. I do remember the Fantasy Factory shit, though. It's just because uh, Drama, he was talking about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drama, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah, Drama was talking about how he wasn't really on the show, but uh-huh. he was. Yeah. So they wouldn't pay him, right? Uh-huh. But if he made, like, an appearance, like, if they're like, oh, like, we need you to make an appearance or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, like, he would get paid $5,000 just to be... Just to appear, right? That's crazy. So he would always try to, like, butt his head in, like, hey, do you guys need me? Do you guys need me today? Like, you know, because he wasn't really yeah, part yeah. of the show, uh-huh. but he was part of the show, you know? So it was crazy. He's like, yeah, they're like, I didn't really get paid. The only thing if they needed me, like, I was like, that's crazy. Because the whole time I thought he was, like, part of the show and they mm-hmm. were paying him. He's like, nah. Only we, like, on specific days. Damn, but that's oh, still that's crazy. pretty fucking good. 5000 just to sh- Yeah, just to show up. Pop your head in. Yeah. Where were we though? Where were we? I forgot you were asking. Yeah, we remembered that we needed to get the video. We got that going, set up. Hopefully, I got enough like memory on my phone to last the whole right. <laughs> duration of this. But we'll see. It's gonna be a trial and error thing. I'm sure we're gonna like figure out a bunch of things. We have right. to do better next time. For real. It's only my second podcast. First time with somebody else on it. Last time I was just up there by myself doing hella takes. Like <laughs> I like get a good couple minutes in it, and then I like pause or freeze up or some shit. I'm like, fuck, gotta restart. <laughs> Nah, bro, that's the authenticity of podcasts, yeah, exactly. you know? You just, uh-huh. It's just live, you just no go punches. Fly with yeah. it, you know? It's not like recording where you could like, delete the take right. and redo it and keep certain <laughs> words and shit. Like making a song? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no. 
But yeah, what else have you been up to? Um, Putting so out some more stuff. The or? Big Bounce. You got uh, the Audio Sunset coming up, right? Audio Sunset. Yeah, about that, dude. So some crazy news came in today. Uh-huh. Uh, they're actually postponing that. Oh, shit. So apparently there was uh, some issues with like the city of Sacramento or the county of Sacramento Mm -hmm. and um, El Grove City and all that like Uh some permit issues yeah so yeah it's still gonna happen Um, they're just postponing it to another date uh, to be announced but they are also gonna have like a smaller event on the day of but they gave the DJs like an option like if you want to you know play that smaller event you can or you can just like opt out of that and just wait to play the festival when it's oh so you have to pick one or the other you can't do both that's what i kind of picked up from it but i was just like you know i rather i, I rather perform at a festival anyways like yeah, it's exactly. way more hype you know what i mean yeah i mean as long as it's still so, guaranteed to come soon right 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 like yeah i wouldn't mind waiting and from what they said it's supposed to be bigger than what they originally intended yeah now better. so i'm like fuck yeah I'm on. plus more time to like that. rehearse and right exactly and everything and more time to promote yeah yeah that and i was like i have more time to finalize some songs i'm working on and yeah exactly play them at the festival polish them up and everything right so yeah do you like debut unreleased music at shows and stuff well i mean that one gig that uh, i brought you out and i did um, okay but after that i uh, actually you know i did in at enzo in san jose Mm -hmm. but um i've just been trying to make more shit when you got like san jose shows at clubs and shit Wait, is that again? I said, I'm finally 21. I can come out to your show oh, when, you shit, drop, when you're in right, San Jose huh? at like clubs or whatever. He can make before it. Before that, out I now. couldn't even get in. Hey. <laughs> yeah, um, I usually try to, but if I don't feel confident, like, uh-huh. I won't. I won't play. It. Like, yeah, I feel you. Because I do that at shows, like I debut shit, but then it kind of backfires because I'll take forever to like get it the way I want it and polish it up. So I have like one song that I'm finally finishing up the mix for now that I previewed at that show. The Milk Plus Ice one that you DJ for oh, yeah, yeah, the release one. party. Yeah, yeah. That shit was in March. <laughs> yeah, it's already fucking October today. You're like, I'm barely gonna put it out. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I just like that, man. Yeah, exactly. I got some guitar on it from John. He laced it. And then I've just been working on the mix, trying to get that dialed in. Because I've been trying to work on my mixes. You finished that book you told me about? Um, I forgot what it was called. You told me that it was on Amazon. I haven't got it, but. You said you had a lot of stuff you had learned from that book. Uh, something about mixing essentials. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one by Mike Sr.? I think yeah, so. Yeah. It, it was, was like, like a big book. It was like uh-huh. some huge Small book. recording secrets for the home studio or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was from yeah, Sound on Sound Presents. That was pretty sick. I did. I remember um, spring quarter, I think it was. I had psychology at like 7.30 in the morning. Yeah. And I had like a two-hour gap after that. So I'd just be in the library, like, just reading that reading book. Reading that thing. Like, two hours straight. That's until tight. I finished it. Take a bunch of edibles and zone out as well. It's pretty fun. <laughs> just zone out, kind of like you just hit the bong. Yep, exactly. And then I forget to do shit. <laughs> yeah, but other than than uh, that, um, yeah, just traveling with the big bounce. Um, kind of just uh, trying to network and you know just do my own thing. I also do an operations internship with a security company. Oh, but that's cool. not like full time. I can. Yeah, yeah, but it's still like extra income. And- yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like all over the place, you know, just yeah, that's DJing good though. Big yeah, be versatile. DJing events, uh-huh. interning, yeah. Building your network in multiple avenues. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. That's all you can But do. we probably should have done this in the beginning, but why don't you like formally introduce yourself to everybody who's listening? <laughs> like, like, I'm going to rewind it back. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. cut this part. Run it back a little bit <laughs> and like tell us about you, what kind of music you make, how long you've been doing it, what got you into it. For sure. 
what you're uh, trying to do in the next like couple years yeah 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 for sure well my name is juan placencia uh, otherwise known as jay burn that's my dj and producer name um i'm from modesto california currently i kind of bounce around from tracy to hayward because mm-hmm. um, my family moved to tracy after i graduated high school mm-hmm. um i've been producing for five years now and honestly you know growing up Music wasn't really, like, a thing I wanted to do. Uh-huh. Like, anybody can ask. Like, my bad. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> like, my mom, to this day, she always, like, was like, I always wanted you to get into music, but you were always like, nah, 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 mm-hmm. nah. And, like, anybody who asked my mom that, like, she'll tell you, like, yeah, he never wanted to do music. But, like, I, I don't know. I just didn't want to do it, right? Yeah, I feel you. It just but then, took some time, and then it yeah, finally kicked in. it just kicked in. I wish, though. I wish I would have started back then. Yeah, like, for sure. Learning piano or any, any instrument, you know? Mm-hmm. And so then I got into college, right? And my best friend was dating one of my friends from UC Merced. Well, I met him through her. And he was DJing at this party at UC Merced. He invited us to. And he's like, before the party, he let me like play with his uh, mixer, Uh his tractor mixer and everything. And that, I don't know what it was about that day. It was just like, damn, I want to get into music, right? And so I didn't have the money to buy a, a mixer or a controller at that point. So... I just decided to torrent some shit and just I mean, torrent shit, to Logic Pro yeah. <laughs> and fucking, you know, just went from there and started making beats. So I thought I was making beats. They were kind of trash. but So you, you know, started, started out somewhere. more of a hip-hop direction where you're just producing? And then... Yeah. Yeah, I just started as a, pro- like a hip-hop producer, actually. Uh-huh. Not even EDM, because uh, EDM's like my niche now. Yeah, exactly. But I started as a hip-hop and then... I don't know, little by little, I just started getting into EDM. The way I saw it was, like, if I get into EDM, start learning how to produce and mix EDM, like, I'll be able to mix and produce hip-hop easily. Yeah, and you can always, like, incorporate EDM in your hip-hop production and vice versa. Exactly. So So, it was, like, it kind of made sense to me. uh, I just wanted to ask before I forget, because I'm high and that happens. (laughs) What was I going to say? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> do you think it was the technical side of DJing that got you into it? Because before, like you said, instead of getting into like an instrument or something that was just live music oriented, do you think it was the fact that now you're working with like computers and more like technology? Do you think that had anything to do with it? Or like, what was it about DJing specifically that got you when everything else didn't? You know what I mean? I don't know, dude. To be honest, it was just kind of weird. I just knew I was just like, was I it just the timing that you were like in a college and at the party scenes yeah. and stuff like that? And, and you I saw like, how people wanted... reacted to it. Right, right. And I could I just couldn't afford, you know, a controller. So I was like, I'm just gonna do whatever I can to get involved with uh-huh. music, you know, start somewhere rather yeah, than just, just wait. Your foot in the door. Uh-huh. Right. Sure. And then, you know, as the years went by, I began to realize, you know what, maybe starting as a producer wasn't as bad as I thought, because at the end of the day, if you look at all these DJs, people know them for the music they put out, not mm-hmm. not for DJing. I mean, in certain cases, maybe yeah. If you're like DJ Jeffy Jeff or whatever. Yeah. I feel that Jazzy way about Jeff. Carnage. It, am I saying that right? Jazzy Jeff. Jeff Jeffy Jeff. Oh, you're talking about Will, Will Smith and. No, I think Jeff, DJ Jazzy Jeff. There we go. Yeah, yeah. No, like you know the DJs who like scratch and all that. Like mm-hmm. they're known for DJing and scratching and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. But you know, I'm talking about like DJs who put out like their singles and their albums and all that. They're known for their music, yeah. and then second for their DJing. You know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like. If I plan to go big, you know, or at least be somewhat known, I'm not going to get known from just DJing. Like, I have to put my own shit out. Yeah, that's true. So that's kind of where my head, my mindset was at. 
Yeah, you make a good point because, like, all the EDM artists that I listen to who, like, go out and DJ all the time, like, I've never been to any of their shows, but it's because I know their singles right, and shit. exactly. And, like, I'm not heavy into the EDM scene like that, so I wouldn't know otherwise, but, like, their singles are what was big enough to transcend the genre and reach right. and, like, grab people like me. Right. So, right. Where, like, where now I'm more inclined to be like, oh, maybe I will go to the show because I already, like, know their music like that. True, true, yeah. I mean, that's how it happens, you know? Exactly. Just the... Also, just like the combination of EDM artists with like rappers or even mm-hmm. hip hop yeah, artists. Yeah, that shit's that's pretty very common, you know. Uh-huh. I mean, think about it, like Logic and fucking Marshmallow, you know. Yeah, that's true. I'm like, are we allowed right. to cuss on this podcast? Oh, yeah, I'm here cursing, ahead. like his mom's listening, like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure my mom sees a bunch of shit on here. It's just like, oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hope you and Molly are doing good. <laughs> no, but yeah, so it's just like, you know, examples like that. Just get the EDM name out there and mm-hmm. hip-hop name. It's, you sure. know, vice versa. It's pretty cool. Do you now have any interest to go back and, like, pick up any instruments or anything like that? Or do anything yeah. that you... Oh, for sure. Like, I've been really trying to learn more of the piano. Piano roll. Right. Um, also the... Um, why can't I think of the name right now? The, like, being able to play melodies in certain keys. Because uh-huh. I used to just so make just melodies. Yeah, I used yeah, to, yeah. yeah, theory. Just mm-hmm. I used to just play or make music, just whatever I thought sounded cool. I knew nothing about, like, key, mixing in key or, like, doing melodies in key. Yeah. I would just do whatever sounded cool, right? And so now I actually started watching videos on music theory. And now in my DAW, I actually have um preset MIDI media um, files that mm-hmm. I can just drag into Logic and say I want to do a song in the key of A or whatever. Yep. I just drag it in and then I just I can see what notes are in that key and I can just you know go off that and things yeah. are starting to sound better you know. That's good. That's one thing that I wish I stuck with more because I used to be in band for a couple of years when I was younger and then I like put it down when I got into rap and I was like oh those two were like just my young naive mind I'm like oh those paths are never going to intersect yeah. but then I got older and I realized like hip hop is no different from any other music it's all boils down to the same theory so now that I'm like getting heavier into guitar and shit and I'm relearning all that yeah. then I get like now when I'm producing like you said I can go in and it's just going to sound that much tighter because I have a bigger grasp on right, what right. I'm actually doing as opposed to just being like oh that sounds cool or it sounds like it'll fit which is still a good like if you just go by your ear yeah ultimately that's the i mean yeah if, if it sounds good it to you it's gonna yeah, sound ex- good to someone else exactly because right? like, sometimes you hear shit that's like not the way it's supposed to be like by textbook rules but it sounds good right right, right. like john fushanti not tuning his guitar the way it was supposed to be <laughs> but it just came out tight because it was unique yeah. and different and that happens a lot with hip-hop too and even like with things like this isn't really theory related but distortion like how that whole uh-huh. wave came when xxx came with the look at me song like yeah. prior to that distortion like digitally distortion was always seen like, as, like on the bass thing. and everything well just like it was clipping like crazy and all yeah. fuzzy and shit because they had a, yeah. a super cheap setup but like uh-huh. prior to that you, like you never wanted your songs to clip right right everybody like, wants distort- to do like, yeah. i needed to sound clean exactly exactly yeah. like it's different when you're talking about analog stuff because you get saturation from vinyl and whatnot but if you're talking about working in logic yeah. you never wanted your shit to clip but then they started that whole wave and now like like i said it, yeah the textbook rules are getting it's it's really crazy because i feel like the textbook rules it's like like all yeah, this shit meant to all be this broke. shit doesn't even matter right like yeah for sure like to the artists and DJs, they they notice and they're like, oh, that's not how it should be, blah blah. Mm-hmm. blah. But then 
you go to like normal regular people who just listen to the music and they're like it just sounds good i don't know what the fuck you're talking about like yeah i mean as long as it sounds good to the average ear Mm -hmm. like they'll be like oh that shit slaps you know as long as it slaps in their car slaps in their yeah headphones whatever i definitely agree i just think that it you kind of have to know the rules before you can break them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Because, yeah. like, there's a right way to do it where it still slaps, and then there's True. a wrong way to do it where it's just, like, even the average listener can listen to it and be like, that's yeah, yeah, off. Yeah. I don't know extent, what's yeah, off yeah, about it, extent, but it's yeah, off. Yeah. But, like, when you're sitting there just, like, tweaking it. I still have this problem to this day. Just sitting there tweaking everything, yep. freaking for five hours on the same yep. thing. Just, like... Every, like, home producer just... Right. I'm, like, people, got aren't, even gonna, with that one. people aren't even going to care about this. Why am I so focused on yeah, this? Yeah, no, because we care. Like, when you put it out, even if everybody It's says like, you're dope, never going to go back to it. Like, yeah. But, like, there's always that one little mistake that drives you crazy. When people yeah. are like, oh, this sounds fire. Like, there's a great record, blah, blah, blah. You hear that one thing and it just bothers the fuck out of right, you. Right. But no one else would pick up on that unless they're like in the craft that way. Right. And they know what to look for. They know what to be trained for. Yeah. Or like average person just listens to it and they're like, they just go for like the overall feel and vibe of it. But like if you're really a technician and you're in the music scene like that, then you're picking it apart. True. Seeing if the snare hits right, seeing if there's enough like low end carved out right. from the bass and shit. Are you side chaining everything good enough? Uh huh. <laughs> That's one of the questions I was gonna ask you later, but remind me to bring it up. Right, like, regarding chain. low end and like whether you side chain or yeah. actually fuck it, I'll ask now because I know I'm. Yeah, just go with it. But yeah, it. <laughs> when you're mixing low end shit, do you like to side chain? Like, let's say you have a heavy kick and then like a super low sub, and they're both mm-hmm. kind of occupying the same like frequency. Would you carve out space for each, or just pick one and like the winner comes out on top and carve out specifically for that, or do you just side chain and try to make them both? Yeah. stay in the same range i think it really depends on what you want to stand out more like your sub bass or your yeah. kick you know yeah but i mean for edm it's your kick so yeah. you want your kick to punch through but you still want yourself to be apparent mm-hmm. i mean for edm side chaining is essential i think yeah for i think sure. it's essential to any about when honestly. you're mixing hip-hop i think it'd still be essential to be honest because mm-hmm. because some people like i was watching that i mean K-Beats. but you could combine the kick and the sub to hit at the same time yeah that's, that's the true. thing with hip-hop well, I was thinking more of like a, not necessarily like a, like a bass drum, but more just like a sub, like synth or something like that, or like a saw. Like with no kick or do what do you mean? I mean with that on top, but just like having a super long sustain. Oh, like where a sustain. You have to like. No, you for you sure no you for sure want to, a side chain, yeah, because yeah, then you're it's gonna get muddy and mm-hmm. it's not gonna be apparent, you know, it's gonna yeah. get clouded. No, I agree. I just wanted to get your take on it and see if there's like anything unique that you did with your mixing process. Well what what helps because when you're looking at the sound right you're looking at your kick and your whatever your saw wait whatever it is what's good to do is like to export your sub mm-hmm. like once you put the side chain on it mm-hmm. to see how how much it's side chaining because you'll export it to audio oh that's true and, and then you, you can see like uh-huh. how it ducks to make sure if it's actually ducking yeah and then you can put it right next to your kick if you have the audio or the kick in audio too mm-hmm. you can like see like as soon as the kick ducks is the sub coming in you know yeah that's true i mean a lot of plugins will already have like the the visual uh, the visuals for you on there yeah but it's just like some people just like to see like to make sure yeah, yeah. Like, for sure it really depends it's all to preference you know at the end of the day so. mm-hmm. i'm not gonna lie like i've never really i mean i messed around with it before but typically i don't really side chain no. any of my kicks but that could just be like me not knowing enough to do that or Maybe I just don't, like, have that situation enough to where I have a sub clashing with the kick. Yeah. 
without well the thing is with hip-hop there's not as many sounds either so you're not occupying too much space Uh but like i said edms there's like 20 plus tracks and shit so it's like harder but yeah like you the rule of thumb i feel is like you have to sidechain everything to your kick because the kick is like the most important right yeah definitely an edm but the thing is with different sounds you want to sidechain a little bit different Uh so if you're doing like vocals sidechaining to your kick you want to do a very quick yeah, attack definitely. on the side chain, you know? Because then your vocal is going to get, like, just... You're going to lose it, you know? Yeah, dude, speaking of compression, that's one thing, like, I'm finally actually grasping now. Like, uh-huh. even in my first few years of mixing, I kind of, like, messed around with it, but a lot of times I would just use, like, the selected presets and just, like, find some arbitrary setting online and, like, try to copy that over and just, like, mess around with it a little bit. But I didn't really know what I was doing. Until, For like, vocal compressions? Yeah, usually that's mostly what i use it on but just in general like compressing on everything i was like because i don't know i've always been that way with like even when i was younger i'd get a toy i just throw away the manual and try to like <laughs> figure it out myself. yeah exactly <laughs> that's how i would do shit like my whole life so that was the same way with the compressor but for some reason i would just mess around with the attack and like i guess i just wasn't trained enough to listen for it but i'm like it's not doing anything it sounds the same yeah and like messing around with the settings until like i sat down i read that book that we were talking about earlier yeah, yeah. and like actually went online and just lock myself up and try to actually like really understand what i was doing it definitely pays off but i'm like kind of disappointed in myself that i like put so much time into mixing but not really i would just like i was recording myself at home mm-hmm. but i wasn't like actually trying to get better at mixing until like a couple years in but then even then it took me i feel like personally it took me way longer than it should have get to get to like the level i'm at now which still isn't that great but hey i'm there with you bro yeah. <laughs> i don't feel that great either but sometimes i feel like i'm making so much process, progress you know? but then uh, i listen to my shit and i finally got that reference plugin for mastering the mix yeah like i actually bought it this time instead of just trying to wait which one which one um it's i don't know it's just this reference oh dude you know what i need to send you there's a ozone eight they just um they're basically giving out free download for um yeah ozone eight elements oh yeah, yeah i have it i have it did you get it? Like, yeah, 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 I got it. Like, for free or whatever. Yeah, you can it. reference your oh, tracks. I got a, a big discount, but it wasn't free. Yeah, they're get, I guess they're giving it out free now because they're coming like out with Ozone like, 9. Uh-huh. So they're just like, there you go. Dang, I didn't know you could reference it in there. Yeah, there's um, on Ozone 8, you can, um, I forgot, because there's certain, you can use like the EQ dynamics and then like mm-hmm. add a bunch of other shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot which setting it was. I have to look on my laptop, but you can insert whatever track you want to reference it to and, like, switch it on and off. Oh, dope. Yeah, that's basically what you do in reference, but I like it because it goes even more in-depth and you can, like, solo out certain frequency ranges to see how, like, mm. only your mid-range compares your, to that of the, the reference track. Exactly. Yeah. You can see, like, that's helped me a lot. and even has, like, visuals to show you how wide each frequency range is so you can, like, match the stereo imaging and whatnot. It's definitely helped yeah. for sure. Nice. And you can do, it shows you like the LUFS and the peaks and obviously all that stuff. But what you can do is game match it to where you're like. To where it sounds like similar, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. a lot of times if you're just listening to like a mix versus a mastered song that's already commercially released, it's yeah. going to sound different regardless. Oh, you yeah. be like, damn, my mix is weak. It's just not, you haven't mastered right, it yet. Right, right, right. But what I'll do is I'll throw it on. I mean, throw on that extra 1%. Yeah, exactly. There. So I, I do both. But usually I like throw on my master and then put the reference just like my mastering chain, whatever yeah. I'm doing, which is usually just elements and like maybe like a C6 or some 
just throwing like a fab filter pro yeah, Q yeah. and some little final tweaks but most of the time it's just a matter of raising the volume the volume the levels the yeah, but yeah. then again i don't really know a ton about mastering so i'm sure there's a bunch of shit that i'm not doing that yeah it should be so much that we both don't know you know yeah but one thing that i like i just know you have to do multi-band compressing too for sure yeah, yeah for, for sure i love the c6 the waves one because i don't really think um I, I don't know logic has a stock one but i've never tried it and slate digital i don't know if i've they don't really have i've been using the um the fab filter mb Oh, that's true, because you gave me that whole pack, and yeah, all yeah, I've yeah. been using is Pro-Q, too, because that's the only one I know. That but one, I've been yeah. meaning to, like, go in and, and see good. what the fuck the rest of them are. They're like, all, Volcano? Like, good. what is that? Volcano, I haven't used that one. Okay. I, the only ones I mainly use is... I only know the, C, Pro the C2 Q, and the, the Pro-Q. Yeah. Um, Saturn for saturation. Oh, okay. And then... I've been using Nectar for that. Nectar? Lately. But and then the MB. That's do you use it. saturation on your whole mix or just like specific? No, tracks? no, just like specific tracks. Uh -huh. Like it depends on what you want saturated. You know, that's if true. you want to like, like for bass house, that's what I've been kind of messing with lately. I'll try to saturate the bass. Mm -hmm. So, I tried doing that with like a little bit of outboard gear with that channel strip I was talking to you about, uh -huh. like maybe a year, a year or two ago. I started messing around with that, but I just maybe it was just like a placebo thing in my head. But I felt like plugging it in into some like outboard not really analog but kind of analog yeah. it was like super modern cheap piece of gear but just the thought of like running it through that i felt like maybe it would give us some give sort of some like, sort of yeah yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> i don't know if it really did or not but it was cool to like mess around with and actually like physically eq like yeah. turning knobs and shit See, instead I've never of done that yeah so. instead of just using the mouse pad right but that was fun that's cool. i don't really think i did anything <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the thing, too, though. Like, sometimes you'll you'll realize things or learn things yes. just by accident. Like, was, the dopest shit will happen. Yep, that's definitely happened to me. That happens to everybody, I feel like. Just, oh, you're, shit, uh -huh. that's going to stick. <laughs> yeah, like, you're doing a bunch of sh random shit that you don't really know, and then all of a sudden you're like, wait, that run it back. Like, <laughs> yeah, whatever that was, whatever <laughs> I just did, it sounds tight. Yeah, be like that. Uh -huh. but yeah. That's what I love about engineering. Like, you just lock yourself up and mess around with plugins like day in and day out yeah you just nerd out and sit there and just make it sound <laughs> cool sometimes you make right. it sound like trash i'll like, start getting too experimental and just fuck up the whole mix dude like just think about so we're talking about plugins right uh -huh. think about the people who do like sound designing bro yeah i have well, a homie who true. spends so much time sound designing. i'm mm -hmm. just like fuck i bet it takes forever like using serum or yep. something like you know, massive. Yep. Serum is fire, though. I like it. Yeah, it is. It's tight. But I'm just like, uh, I'll just stick with presets and just yep. tweak it maybe a little bit here yep. and there, but nothing too crazy. Yeah, sound design is crazy. Dude, I was reading this one book by uh, Glenn Berger. It's called Never Say No to a Rockstar, but he was an intern at a New York, like a super big New York studio back yeah. in the day, and he became like this big audio engineer. But his um, one of his mentors was Phil Spector, who was like famous for the Spectre wall of sound and just like all this engineering shit that mm -hmm. he was like revolutionizing. But he got to like do everything the super old school way and he was going in depth about it. How they would have to like have their finger on the fader and like as the performance is going, they'd have to do like some vocal, like manually Adjustments. Uh -huh, just ride the vocal, like in terms of automation and stuff. Like, as far as, like, <clears throat> the level of the vocal or, like, some auto-tune shit? No, no, they didn't have auto-tune back then. Uh. But just, like, I think they did EQ, like, post-production. But, like, while they were recording, he would have to, like, manually control the faders and uh. shit the whole time. 
Damn. It was just like a one take thing, and if somebody fucks up and like you gotta start all over. <laughs> that shit was crazy. We have it so good now. We just go in there and like automate it, press the button, the and then on. make the lines. The lines and, yep. right, right. <laughs> or just throw in like a waves plugin, vocal writer, yeah. and then tweak with that a little bit. <laughs> That's but it's just true. crazy to see like how they used to do it back in the day. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people would argue that they had a better sound. But I think there's pros and cons to both. Yeah. It's kind of like the old school hip-hop versus new school hip-hop thing. Oh, that was another question I was going to ask. I just remembered. What's up? So, like, because I know personally I do feel this way about hip-hop, but maybe not so much for you. Because, I don't know. You said you got into it, like, five years ago? Yeah. Like, EDM? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that the scene that you, like, fell in love with is different from the one that you got into once you started, like, really getting in the game and putting out your own stuff? Um... Or do you feel well, like it's I know it's, it's coming becoming way more popular, uh-huh. like EDM. But do you think sure. that's changing like the culture of it that you like? I feel like, like you were promised one thing, and then once you got into it, you're like, oh, this is cool, but like this isn't what I thought it would be. Nah, that's not really where my head is at with that. It's more like music that I listened to back in the days, uh-huh. or you know, before I started producing. It still sounds kind of the same now. Mm-hmm. With the exception of all these like other subgenres, yeah, it's but, definitely like breaking up more. Like I mean, like the whole big room, like it's still around. Like it sounds the same and everything. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like maybe EDM might be in, heading towards the direction where it's gonna like hit a huge change. You know, yeah. especially like I was saying, all these huge subgenres that are coming. Uh-huh. Like maybe it won't even be classified as electronic anymore with all these yeah. subgenres. I don't I'm know. sure the umbrella would just be electronic, but like like you said, so many. Yeah. I mean, the same thing happened to rock back in the day, and then it happened to hip-hop, and now more right. so EDM, just because it gets more popular, and then people break out into their little niches. Yeah. But I was just saying that, because I always had mixed feelings about the way hip-hop is at now, like, the culture that I fell in love with when I was younger, uh, and I was listening to, like, lyrical shit, like, yeah, 90s got, hip-hop. Like, yeah, these yeah. mumblers, mumble rappers and shit. And I hate to, like, be closed-minded like that, like I used to be, so I did become more open-minded to it, and I do enjoy the music that comes out now definitely like improved in a lot of ways like for example melodically and just the things that are yeah. doing sound wise but there's a lot of shit that i miss about the hip-hop that i started listening to and like the culture that made me want to like oh i want to do this myself and like yeah. be a part of this instead of just being on the sidelines and watching and then i got into it like 10 years in the road now and i'm like okay this is cool but definitely different than what i thought it would be like yeah no i mean that's... So i wanted to see if other people felt the same way or like yeah yeah no, I get with hip hop. Yeah, I totally see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you always hear like this, like Snoop Dogg talk about it. He's like, like pissed about you know. All these yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I listen to Migos. I listen to, I don't listen to Yachty, but I listen to like Uzi and all them. Yeah, I think just it's dope. just a like, whole different style. Uh, it's though. just like, very different. And like, at but, first it was like, whoa, hold on, like, I don't like this. And then like when Young Thug first came out mm-hmm. and shit with fucking Birdman and dude. Lil Wayne. I love Young Thug now. I used to hate him so much when fucking Lifestyle came out and started popping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is from the SpongeBob meme. This guy is the one who's fucking it up. But now I like, I think a big part of it is because I like, I'm big on the Alex Toomey interviews because once I got into engineering, I like follow him and what he says. But he talks about like Thug's workflow in the studio. Yeah. Like when I read Gucci Mane's autobiography, he was talking about how he had this studio in Atlanta and Thug was going there when he was like first coming up. And then once I like read about how he works, that's like 
I started admiring that and I'm like, okay, maybe there's like just something in the music that I'm missing. Uh-huh. And then once I listen to it more, I'm like, okay, I see why people like it. And like some of the songs I do fuck with now, not all of them, but, and like what he's doing in terms of just being the outlier. Yeah. Like I was also reading like some article about this where they talked about how once Young Thug was coming out with like the dress and shit and doing all that, but he was still like at the top like yeah. people started realizing that it's okay to be like come out of left field and just do right. some weird shit he's like my marketing's off yeah top like, notch huh I think the first thing that I liked from him was when he put out the trailer for Jeffrey I don't know which one's that one it was like that one project where he was wearing like the long ass it looked like a dress I'm sure it was just oh some, it was like, a blue dress or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. yeah I'm sure it was like some was high fashion was that the name of his album of that one it was was, which is his real name Jeffrey and the whole trailer was him like in all these different settings talking to different people they were saying like your name is Young Thug you're Young Thug and he's like no it's not it's Jeffrey and I got that whole thing of like him trying to put out his real like persona Persona. instead of just being Young Thug he wanted to put out like who he really was on record Uh, so I was like okay this is interesting because I always like when artists do that and they switch it up and like give you more insight into who they are yeah you know that's why I fuck with G-Eazy though because he he always like in yeah, the song, for sure. like he says his name is like Gerald, Gerald. Uh-huh. or yeah, he'll yeah. put like snippets of his mom calling him and like mm-hmm. telling him like how proud he is. I'm just like, yeah. Or he'll bring his mom out on fucking stage, you know? That's true. Crazy shit. I think Eminem plays a big role in that. Cause speaking of moms, like he put his whole thing with like his mom and his daughter and his wife. He like put yeah. everything on record. Like if you grew up listening to Marshall Mathers LP and shit, like you know his whole family and like all the shit that's right. going on. Whereas other rappers were just. They were rapping about shit that they were external, around going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Uh-huh. yeah. But it was never like the deep inside the family and right. what they felt and shit like that. It was more yeah. outward, like you said, external things and external conflicts. Yeah. And now wow. it's becoming way more popular. You have artists like Kendrick and J. Cole who are just super introspective. Like they're all about the music and they're not so much like the flashy persona as it is just like really getting in deep into the workings of like what they're thinking. Yeah. Huh. It's crazy. No, but yeah, dude. Just... Music's gonna change. Like, yeah, for sure, as it always is. I, uh, yeah, changes change back then. It's gonna change again. Uh-huh. Yeah, nothing's temporary for sure. So, I try to be more open-minded towards it now. But uh, what about you? Is there anything you want to like specifically talk about, or ask me, or uh, just tell people whoever's listening? Well, I mean, before I ask you questions, I forgot to mention. Cause I'm also part of a producer crew, producer mm-hmm. DJ, like um, collective, I should say. Mm-hmm, for sure. Uh, Too hard, basically. Yeah, 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 I always see their posts and yeah. and stuff. We're at Too Hard Official everywhere on Instagram yeah. and Twitter, the plug. Facebook. That's at Too Hard T, <laughs> not T. It's at the number two word hard and official. If you don't know how to spell hard and official, I don't know, man. You got a problem. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, we'll definitely like get all the social media plugs and everything at the end of this so people can follow you if they yeah, yeah, don't already sure. know what's up. Yeah, but yeah, so, I mean, basically it's like just a bunch of producers from the Bay. Uh, we have cool. a few in the Valley. Uh-huh. Um, Branch out. But yeah, more of the thing is like too hard, like hard style and like hard, uh-huh. hardcore music, you know? Yeah. But we, we produce a little bit of everything, you know? house space house so are you saying that to like say that you're looking for people who are like interested in joining or just looking for oh, no, just marketing with? just okay, marketing if sure, you guys want to sure. collab for sure like you know reach out to us or cool you know um right now we're kind of closed off we might be doing you know taking a couple more later on but that's not my that's not my say uh-huh. um it's just it just depends you know right. 
but maybe in the future, you know? Yeah, so hit them up, and they'll get back to you when they can. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, if you're part of another collective or anything, you guys want to collab on something, like, yep, definitely. by all means, you know? Networking. Um, Work with some other artists from the area. Yeah. But, um, what I was going to ask you, cool. I've seen you've been, like, working with the Leechy Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, for sure. Shout out to the Leechy Boys. They've been yeah. bringing me out to hella shows. It's been hella fun. We just did NorCal Night Market. We got another track coming. Like, we just dropped one not too long ago. We're doing nice. a bunch of shit with them. They like, they grind. They're always doing no. Shows. I see that too. Yeah. I'm just like, since like the day I met them at that show that yep. we did, like, um, they've always shown love too. I'm just like, that's yeah, definitely. Yeah, They're super them. supportive. And then, dude, once I start listening to their music and seeing them perform live, like I love their live show. Yeah, I'm so sad that Justin's out. I mean, I'm happy for him. I'm glad he's doing his thing. But like now, when I go to shows, I I miss seeing Justin, the sax guy. Why? What? The saxophone. Oh, have you ever seen them perform live? No, I like Instagram. So okay, wait, what, yeah, what, yeah. what happened to Justin? Oh, he went off to college. Oh, so where too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Long Beach, I think. Oh, then yeah. so he can't do shows up mm. here. I mean, I'm sure they're gonna link up soon. And like, don't get me wrong, everybody else is great performers, but like me and my friends been talking about that how much we miss the the sax man. Yeah, dang. everybody agrees with me. He's that's a vibe though. Yeah, yeah, he so has super great like stage thing. presence and everything, and musically he's also great. All of them are so. Yeah. Shout out to Leechy Boys. Yeah. At the Leechy Boys. Yeah. I don't even know if that's your tag, to be honest. No, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. At the Leechy Boys, Vince, Daryl, a.k.a. Misunderstood, uh, Kyle, a.k.a. DJ Asthmatic, and then Justin. Nice. Have you, um, have you like, done anything with uh, Bleach Sun lately? I haven't. We actually haven't worked together. We've gone, like, back and forth on Instagram. Like, we sent some snippets. Um, they just dropped a pretty hard song. Yeah, dude, they're grinding, too. Fuck. They're always posting like some crazy videos and dropping albums and shit. They, I know. Hey, Juno's Rocket coming soon with Juno. The, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, what's up to Byron and Dylan? Yeah. Simone. Dude, I still have to give them their poster. Fuck. But that that's one? from the release party. I think we got an extra one too. If you want that, I know. Yeah, be down. All right, cool. That's, that's a, see, that's a, that's like one of my goals. I'm trying to like. Uh, from every event that I've gone to, I have, like, a flyer or something to, like, yep. you know, frame up. Definitely. Dude, I still keep all the, like, because I never sold all the tickets that I got for when I was doing opening yeah. gigs and shit. So, like, too bad I didn't sell all of them, but I do still have a yeah. bunch of leftovers that I, like, keep for memorabilia's sake. Makes sense. See, what I for the shows that we don't have, like, uh, physical flyers for, like, I'll keep the digital file and then uh -huh. just, like, go print it out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You got to. You know? And I always save, like, the wristbands and shit. Uh... Nice. From that I get from the promoters and stuff, like backstage, whatever it is, yeah. or artist and management or something like that. Those are always sick. I have like a little box at home of all the stuff. All your memorabilia. Yeah, and I got my first royalty check like framed up on the wall. What? Yeah. <laughs> from what, like sick. ASCAP or something? No, no, no. From uh, just distribution stuff. Ah. Uh. So just like from Spotify streams and shit like that. Wait, but. Where does that come from? From uh, I get it from DistroKid. DistroKid. See, yeah. I have DistroKid too, uh -huh. but I switched over. I, I only had. I've only, this is my first year, so uh -huh. I don't know. Once a year is done, how they like they just mail you something. I think no, no, no. You got to go to your um your bank like bank tab on the actual website. Yeah. And then you can go like select your withdrawal preferences, see if you want to get a check or a direct deposit or whatever. Can you do that? So here's the thing. So I'm on the I think it's like the group account, like a group uh -huh. account or label account mm -hmm. or whatever. Is it? Is there any way to like put a bank for every single person, or is it has to That's be like one bank? Because I don't have. Thing. I only have the like. Yeah, like the single yeah, artist one, where it's just the one person dropping music. That's a good question, but I'm sure you could like look it up or something like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm gonna have to cause yeah, I think it's I, after every two or three months is when you get an update from whatever's like if I listen to your song right now, I think the money from it pops up in your account like two or three months down the road. On your distrokid account or go straight to your bank account? No, no, distrokid. And you gotta like Oh, set you gotta it withdraw it? Yeah, yeah, whenever you wanna withdraw. They'll have like a tab like here's how much you've earned, here's how much uh, you've taken out, so here's how much we owe you. Okay. And it like does a good breakdown. You can see how much money came from iTunes, like when it was downloaded, when it was bought, when it was streamed. Nice. How much all the from... data and Yep, exactly. Not. You can download the Excel file sheets. Just like TuneCore and I think okay. all the yeah, I, I've done some code services so I do that for exactly. you, which is tight. And yeah. then, I mean, you got like Spotify for artists app to track. Yeah, yeah. That. And I, Apple too now. Apple too now. Oh, dope. They they had a dope. beta. I got on it, and then now they released the full version. So it's That's pretty cool. much like Spotify that. artists, same thing. Yeah, because I think the most, like the majority of my plays come from Spotify anyway. So like everything else, I don't really track. It's just bonus. See, like, that's the one thing I like about that. Spotify though. Once you hit a thousand streams, it like you shows can, you. Yeah, yeah. On in iTunes, it doesn't. You know, yeah, yeah. Really, just a star. That's about it. Like for your top track or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Damn, I was gonna ask you. But something, then it like it's kind of shameful when you have songs that aren't at a thousand yet. Right. It just shows less than a thousand. Right. I'm <laughs> it's like, just like damn. I'm not popping like that yet. Right. Right. Damn. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Dude, I hella forgot I was going to ask you. I, I was going to ask you something earlier, and I forgot. Yeah, hit the ball in your mind. Oh, no, I remember now. <laughs> What's up? So, you know how we're talking about DistroKid, and, uh-huh. um, damn, that cat kind of scared me for a second. <laughs> oh, that's a, oh, no, that's Kai. No, so... What's up, Kai? ASCAP, and ASCAP, you know how you get royalties from mm-hmm. that, too? Have, do you have ASCAP, or...? No, no, I actually no? haven't, like, signed up for either of them yet. I've been Bro, putting it off should. forever. I know it's I need like, to. You... you but I'm not really you can on the start radio off, like that. You can start. Yeah. I mean, it's not really like only for radio though. It's yeah, like I know, but for everything. And then like later on when you get bigger, you know, you're gonna yeah, want it. Exactly. It's like I know 50, I kept... 50 bucks or something for like just the. There's like a publisher option and like something else. Basically, like if you're yeah. just an artist or rapper, you so would like, just select like one of those. Uh, once I found out about it, I was like, all right, I'm gonna do my research and like ask around and see which one is best for me, and then I ended up just like continually telling myself that i was still like researching the yeah. best one and Dude, it's, it's a one-time like, fee it's not I a know. monthly thing it's a one-time fee so you just jump on it you know yeah the way you gotta look at it the way i look at it is like all right it's an investment that you're I'm gonna, gonna say it right now way. by the time the next podcast comes out i'll be signed up with one of them on ASCAP. <laughs> on ASCAP? okay <laughs> no, i'm gonna be like i'm gonna need to see the screenshot as you post it <laughs> Dude, the first time I saw that, I was I thought it was ass back, and I said in front of my friend, and he's like, "Bring that ass back." I'm like, "Oh, ass calf." That was funny. I remember seeing that in band in like elementary school when they would give us like handouts of the sheet music. In yeah. the top right, it would say like ass calf or some shit, and I didn't know what that meant. Yeah, I just thought it was the funniest thing. That's true. I I used to do steel pan drums. Now they mention it, I think I do remember that too. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Now another thing you should look into though is sound exchange too. I, I haven't like made an account or like uh-huh. paid for it yet. That sounds super familiar. But what that basically sound exchange, it's kind of like ASCAP, but they they do more. I feel like uh, I've been reading in the book that I'm reading right now. So if you get sound exchange, do you not need to get ASCAP? No, it's better to get both though. Both okay. Um, because sound exchange can get you, if I understood right, get you money from like everywhere like overseas i want to say too oh, sure. um hold on i know there was something i read I'll, I'll probably have to get back to you on this but 
Yeah, I should have signed up for it a while ago because I did some promo for Slowflex with the. Did I show you this book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember we were talking about it the first time I came to your house. I was like, "Hey, yeah. you got that book too?" Freaking, um, I, ha I hadn't started read it, reading it at that point, but I read it recently. Something about Sound Exchange. Um, I'll probably yeah, I just have to get back to you. Oh, Sound Exchange money's right here. Uh, uh, did you pause it? No, no, oh. no. I was just checking the time. I didn't pause it. The... We already got a big ass gap from earlier when I went to set up the uh, camera. I hope that shit's still running. Mm. Yeah, I don't check know it actually. Already, but yeah, basically they they do a lot, and they go out of the, they they go out of their way to basically claim any money that belongs to you from any you know broadcasting or yeah, that's dope. Whether it be YouTube or something, uh -huh. different shit, you know. Yeah, because I got a like. I got a little bit of radio play when I was doing promo for Slowflex, but like I obviously never got paid for it because I don't have anything signed. I'm sure it wouldn't have been like any more than maybe a dollar or something. Yeah, it was only like I don't remember how many plays. It wasn't like four stations, but still would have been cool to like get a little bit of money and be like, hey, I got this from radio play. Yeah, but instead, I mean, people still heard it, which is the main like point, but. Would have been dope. Have you ever, um, uh, now that I think about it, have you ever, like, tried sending your music out to, like, playlists? Oh, on yeah, Spotify yeah. or, like, YouTube? Mm -hmm. That's how I got like so many of my plays. Yeah? Yep. That was, like, the biggest thing for Let It Go. Like, my biggest song in there is, like, getting up to close to 11K. And the big nah. thing was just playlists that I got playlists. on. And then the cool thing about it is once you get on playlists, um, you can so, like hit them up again and they exactly, already know who you are right uh, and exactly like, oh, I fuck you, with this. that's what like one of the efforts that i made was after i got on a bunch of playlists i would track down the people on like instagram or facebook or some shit and reach out and be like hey i'm the person who put out this song like thank you so much for having it on there and blah yeah. blah and then they see your name and stuff like, yeah exactly and some people like sell placements on playlists which is i, I don't really fully like, trust yeah, those yeah. though to be honest but uh what I've been doing lately is using Playlist Push, where there's, like, this company where you run a campaign with them, and they'll send it out. Well, first they listen to it to, like, see if your shit's Play good push. or not. Playlist Push? Playlist Push. Yeah, yeah, I found out about it through, like, YouTube. Some other guy on YouTube was using it. And then what they do is you submit the track, they listen to it, like, make sure it's, like, good shit and worth, mm -hmm. like, putting out there. And then you, like, pay a certain amount of money to, like, get a campaign, and they'll, like do the work of like sending it out for you to all these playlist curators and be like hey here's this artist's like new song yeah do you want to like listen to it and then if you do do you like it enough to put it on your thing gotcha. and you just like specify what genres and like yeah, yeah. the niche uh, target audience do you want and they'll do the work for you like, it's like a hub yeah, yeah, yeah. Music, it's like right? just like submit hub yeah like, that's what for, i've been using like, uh -huh. like submit hub. i like submit hub for blogs and shit i've been having a little bit more success with that lately too but, i also um, used uh label label like, radar i don't know if you heard of oh i, I think that was more edm i want to say probably but yeah submit hub is dope and playlist push is like the spotify version of that and Wait, also is that all genres or just yeah, yeah all genres playlist what playlist push playlist push yeah dot com uh, i think so yeah. for sure i'm gonna write that down yeah but it's dope you can like and they already have like the whole like contact list because they work with these playlist curators all the time so they know yeah. who to hit up like if you say i got this song and like it sounds like this artist and this artist they already know who to talk to because they know who like plays that kind of music and they'll hit them up for you and then yeah. they give you like 
updates of emails every time your song is added to a playlist. And then at the end, you can go to the dashboard. I can show you after, but like you yeah, go yeah. to your campaign dashboard and you get reviews, even from people who didn't add it. And they'll tell you like what they didn't like about it. Uh -huh. Just like Submit Hub if you use yeah, the premium like credits. Feedback and stuff. Yep, exactly, which is dope. Yeah. And sometimes just like, oh, I didn't like this and this about the mix. And then next time when you go to make a song, you have that in your head like, oh, this is what I fucked up last time. I need to like make sure that's dialed in yeah. when I put this one out. Right, okay. Also, what I realized that you can do, which I didn't know about until like a month or two ago, but you can use the Spotify for Artists like website yeah, to, to submit your song to playlists yeah, to yeah, yeah. Spotify. Like, I haven't had luck on that. I've only tried two, though. I've only so. tried one song. I tried that for Poison. I didn't get anything. But I kind of fucked up because I sent it too close to the release date so they're like is that is that a thing like if you send it too close to the release date they yeah won't. they say they need four weeks to like oh, have okay. time to sift through all the so submissions wait, so after so let's say you submit it to the playlist like a week and a half before they're probably releases. not even gonna listen to it like even after it's released they won't it will oh, no, no, get no. taken it off to, their radar i don't i think it has to be like aside from release radar because that's just like an automatic yeah algorithm thing but i think it they have to like listen through the submissions before see your song comes out i don't think they'll add it to any playlist after it's out unless it's like a big hit and it like just yeah. keeps running up numbers then maybe they'll notice it uh, yeah i don't think it would tell me on the app i think it has to be on the yeah computer. on the website the desktop yeah that's crazy yeah but i remember when i was clicking on the release date there was like a little notification that came up that's saying like oh that's kind of pushing it yeah like you should set a release date farther down so that our like staff have more time to listen yeah. to it and get to it otherwise you just get lost because i'm sure they get a billion submissions a day right, right yeah so they gotta have time like That's a lot of shit to go through you gotta like physically listen through all of them and like yeah then think of like okay which playlist does this fit and blah blah right i mean that job seems cool because you listen to music all day but i'm right. sure it i'm sure they sucks. get annoyed yeah i would never do that I feel like it's, it's like it's like really a and r's you know yeah, exactly. they probably get so much music too mm -hmm. that's why I, I feel like I don't even bother sending it to you know. I was like, I'd rather send it through like YouTube playlists now. To be honest, that's true. Because what I what I, I recently still word of mouth. Just send it to your friends and then yeah yeah, yeah. word of mouth and smaller playlists. Because what I learned recently is like, if you're sending your music to like say you're not at your fullest potential in making music yet, uh -huh. right? And obviously we know that. Yeah. And you're sending the music to labels or A and R's, and if they listen to your shit and they're like this guy fucking sucks like why does he yeah. keep saying shit or like he's not that great yeah and they just block you you know or that's true they then block you your email or whatever yep. and then you kind of burn that bridge low key uh, for sure and i know. always say let the labels come to you like, right right have enough of a fan base to where you even have leverage once they do give you an offer or that's maybe you, you don't do. even need a label like, oh yeah once you for get sure good, you like you'll fucking just uh -huh. pop off on your own you know you could definitely do it independent tons of artists yeah. doing that now but like if that's the route you do want to go right right because signing to a label still has tons of benefits but at least be big enough to where they that can, just means like, you got to pay them money though too because they're going to take a cut yeah that's what i'm saying it's they like, have more leverage over you if you're a nobody though yeah but like logic when he signed he was already hell, hell up big. there yeah, so yeah. he could go in and be like these are my terms he had bargaining power exactly yeah. he's like this is what i want if you can't give that to me i'm gonna go to somebody else or just stick on my own yeah you know? exactly but if you're a nobody, it's you going to them, like, please take me. Right, and they'll right, be right. like, all right. I mean, all right these are our conditions. Lead. Yeah, exactly. It's just reversed. <laughs> yeah. It's all, it's all the bargaining power. Yep. That's all it is, huh? Isn't that what happened? Like, Uzi with his XL Tour life, he, like, barely got any of the money that came from that song. I didn't even know that, to be honest. Yeah. I think Yachty signed a 360 deal. 
bunch of like new artists are just yeah. getting fucked because they're yeah, signing the 360s deals. fucking your tour money that's your merch money that's yeah. everything but you get such a big advance that like it takes forever before you even pay that back and you start taking home money again yeah you know, I've been learning, like, some pretty fucked up shit in that book that I'm reading. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, for producers, like, there's certain cases where if the artist doesn't recoup, you don't get your money until they recoup. Like, yeah. if they don't reach a certain amount of uh-huh. sales or whatever. you Like, say you have $15,000 waiting there for you from yep. this album or track or whatever. But if the album or the track doesn't hit yep. the goal that... It goes back intended. to paying at the label first. Yeah, like, the producer doesn't get shit till that yeah. gets paid. Yeah, and then you hear people sign for, like, $3 million and or shit, and then it takes forever before they even pay that $3 mil back. Yeah. So, like, if you work, and if they put out an album, it might do good, but if it doesn't do, like, great or stellar, yeah, it, good is not enough, and they're still going to be in debt, and therefore, like right. you said, you're not going to get your shit either, even you're though co- you have You work for to, nothing down there. Like, yeah, I mean, you still get your name out there and shit, right, but... Right. Like you had nothing to do with that whole situation, mm-hmm. and you're right getting hurt by it. That, that's why I'm starting to question. Like, maybe independent is better to go. Yeah, you know, just that's why better so many way people are doing it. Just independent. I watched a, or I listened to a podcast on a Mike Studd. You know who Mike Studd is, right? Yeah, yeah, I see that name all the time. Um, yeah, so you know he was basically talking about how he went from college playing ball baseball uh-huh. and then he just went to being rap he kind of rapped on the side and then yeah. dude that's a story with off. so many people he just right popped now. off like yeah he's playing baseball and then he just started rapping and popped off and he was independent for so long yeah he just kind of was like you know i can do this shit on my own like i, I already got the attention of all these people yeah dude that's like so many college athletes end up becoming rappers or like right. musicians or some shit like actually bronson was a football player Schoolboy Q is a football player. All these guys, they were like, oh, yeah, I got up there and I realized. Like, either they get hurt or they realize that they don't want to do it or they're not good right, enough. Right. And they're like, well, shit, my boy's rapping or, like, making Fuck beats it, or something. Go. I'm going to try this. And then they end <laughs> yeah. up getting big hella quick. Like, Dax. That, Dax. Yeah, that one guy. He's coming up still, but he's, like, he's getting up there now. He was a, I think he was D1, but he was up there, like, college basketball player. College he was basketball. definitely, like. I don't know if he was NBA level. See, that, that's what's cool. That's what's cool about, like, sports, though. Like, if you have a platform already, like, you might yeah, have yeah, a following if you're yeah. a good player, you know? Like, Lonzo with his album and shit. Yeah, exactly. See, like, you'll get streams, like... Mm-hmm. For sure. And even oh, if like, it's not the greatest, like, if you're decent, like, people will still listen to Yeah, you. that's like Tyron Woodley. Like, he used his platform as a fighter to start rapping and putting out yeah. music, and he got Wiz on a song like that. Nice. And I'm like, dude, if it were me trying to get Wiz on a song, it would take me, like, 10, 20 years to even build my, <laughs> like platform at that level but because he's power. already such a like well-known athlete yeah you just push it out and yeah, people just... know it right away because they're like oh shit that's tyron woodley right damn going back to the whole spotify thing i don't know if you figured out how to put like your tour dates on there or not the days you have shows oh you're right i need to get on that so what i did was i did um song kick Songkick uh-huh. automatically links to your um, your profile. So on my profile now, like it has like the dates like I'm DJing or whatever. Uh-huh. And I was able to put like the dates where I'm DJing and like for the big bounce wherever I was DJing at. Uh-huh. And, and then it just like, pops the up festival. People, like, Yeah, and it just pops up. That's dope. So like I can also select like artist pick like the festival or whatever. Oh, fuck. And um, get our playlist and then like I like, need to put it about. I yeah. still don't have that up on my... But now, like, at the bottom, it goes to... Uh, on tour, that's yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah. 
That's funny because I just went to a concert where I found out about it through that. Yeah. Yeah, it was like this rock concert. It was Breaking Benjamin, Chevelle, and Three Days Grace. They were on tour. I was listening to them and I saw the. Uh, this was like way back that I found out about it, but it's crazy. I need to get on that. Yeah, it, I'm it, sure people are checking out my page. It and takes like, about about a week or so for them to like once you put your day to make their account or whatever. Mm-hmm for it to go to your Spotify account. Yeah. And you can connect it to Facebook too. Um, but mine wasn't really linking up, so I had to email them mm-hmm. just in case, like, if you have to do it, just email them and be like, hey, I'm having this issue. It's not linking to my Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, like, because I was searching my name on Songkick. Yeah. And it just wouldn't find it. I was like, it's not, like, finding my name. I don't know why. And they they fixed it. You just give them, like, your Spotify URL and your artist name, whatever, and they cool. link them up. So there was that, but it's pretty pretty easy to do. Um, I don't think I had another problem with that, to be honest. Um, yeah, just just make an account, like a regular account, and then mm-hmm. you have to go to like the Tourbox um, website from Songkick, mm-hmm. and then make yourself a manager of yourself, basically. Cool. Like, man, who do you manage yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dope. I'm gonna get on that. It's pretty tight. Oh yeah, it's Kai. It's Kai. What happened to this cat's leg? Oh. <laughs> They're both three-legged. One of them is our... He's a rescue dog, right? Oh, Eden, you want to come on and tell the story? Or Let's hear the story about Kai. <laughs> Why he doesn't have a fourth leg. You don't have to if you're busy. Well, Kai got ran over. I think Kai got into an accident. I think, like, he got hit by a car or something. Oh, shit. Yeah, and then, well, because he was a street, he was like a street cat, yeah, so yeah. they found uh-huh. it, it was all, like, fractured and stuff, so they just had to amputate it because it was all infected. Dang. So that's Jeez. what like that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Poor thing. They still do fine on three legs. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we're the same. <laughs> I don't even have to put a bell on them. I can just hear them. Limping. <laughs> But yeah, so where were we? Talking about Spotify, Soundkick. Yeah, you got any upcoming shows? Uh, yeah, we're actually. Hey, I'll use this as promo for Milk Plus Ice. But we're actually. Oh, you you work there? Well, it's actually his sister's company. Oh, but they're starting to do this. um, Milk Plus Ice. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's cool. They want to do this like concert series next month in November, where they're like just every Friday and Saturday, I think, from 10 p.m. to closing, which is at midnight. Yeah. They're going to have, like, people come in and do their sets. It's probably going to be, like, acoustic set more oriented because okay. they don't want it to be quite as loud as it was for our release party, and they don't want to, like, have to shut down the whole shop, but just, like, uh, kind of yeah, like yeah. an open mic kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. Like you see at, like, boba shops or something like right, that, right, just right. to draw in more people. Tight. So, yeah, if anybody wants to get on that, message me or Eden or whoever and hook you guys up. we got a submission form. We're taking in... Submission right form. Now. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's official. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I gotta put that out on I, I've been soon. noticing that though, like boba spots have really been like popping off with like little things like this. Yeah. Like you know that event that I brought you out at? Like yeah. I did not know boba spots through like little mini uh-huh. concerts to be honest. Dude, I got the craziest story crazy of a boba culture. shop. We and uh Leechy Boys were doing a show and it wasn't like open mic, they like actually had the night set out for them because it was a big spot and I think the place was sponsoring them, like as a band. Yeah. But we were performing and you know how the other jerseys are red? Uh-huh. This was over in like Fremont and then some dude walked in, he was like obviously wearing blue, but he was holding his beard, he was pretty drunk, and then he was like standing at the door just mouthing like, Hey, 
shut the fuck up. And we're like, <laughs> we're all looking at each other, pointing. I'm like, do you know this guy? Is he talking to you? Right. And then finally someone went over and like, yo, like, what's up, man? Like, what's wrong? And he's like, this crip neighborhood, this my neighborhood, y'all wearing red. Shut the fuck up. You trying to rap in my turf? And he's like, trying to start shit. And this was going on and on. He's like, when do y'all come out here? And boy, we're like... Dude, we're in the middle of a set. Like, go away. <laughs> this is Fremont. Don't you have, like, some gang activity to go do or <laughs> <Right>. some shit? <laughs> wow. As if crazy. there's any to do over there. But, yeah. That was funny as fuck. And then he just got laughed out and, like, angrily stomped away and went home Damn. or something. It was hilarious. That's wild. That was at a boba shop. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to 2019. I just thought it was funny as fuck. Dude, this year went by so fast. Now that I say that, 2019 is almost over. That's true. Dude, that show that we did was in March. Like, yeah. at the end of March. And the show that I did when I brought you out was in February. Yeah. That's crazy. Sorry. That's so wild. Hey, yo, real talk, though. A little background story, though. The reason why I got into actually performing live was because of this guy right here, Jay Laurie. For the Harlow show, right? Yeah, for the, for Chris, the Webby, Chris Webby. Up for Chris Webby. And- yeah. We met Annoyed there. Annoyed yep. and um, um, Armin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Armin. His set was dope. I forgot about him. Yeah. Uh, that was crazy. Like, I was shitting bricks that day. I was just like, <laughs> fuck, this is my first ever yeah. live performance. Yeah. Shout out to Rich. He came with us. And, and Germ. Yeah, yeah, Germ. Everybody was over there. Not everybody. Like, it was far, but... Oh, fuck. Shout out to Drew and Andrew. They bought tickets and drove all the way up to <laughs> San Jose to Sacramento. They were like... Uh, my friend River came through. That was dope. We even got the VIP booth. Yeah, and that everything. was a tight night. That was sick. It was. And then uh, your, I think it was your two friends. Yeah, my Cecilio, two friends, Cecilio dude, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Kos. Kos came yeah, out. Yeah, I forgot his name. But yeah. Shout out to them. They came through with the recording, and we put together that dope-ass recap video. Yeah. That was sick. We got to meet Chris Webby and his fucking tour bus in the back. Right, right, right. When he pulled up, I gave him a lighter and everything. That and we, sad. like, didn't even get a sound check because that guy kicked us off. He's like, hey, Chris Webby's doing his meet and greet, so you guys got to get off stage. you know what's crazy? I said, like, check, check, and then they cut us off. Uh, they're like, get this guy off. Yeah, I know. No, you know what's crazy? Remember how we took pictures? Uh-huh. Were you there when we took pictures with Annoyed? Yep. Dude, they were on my old phone, mm-hmm. and I lost that phone at uh, Escape last Fuck. year. And I was just like, Fuck, dude, what did I do with those pictures? Like, I thought I saved them or something Damn. to someone. Nah, bro. They're gone. Damn. I think they're gone. All I have is that one picture of me and him in the back when we were, like, eating McDonald's. and I don't think he was, but, like, we were just chilling there, eating, waiting for everything to get set up so we could sound check. I think Rich was like, hey, you guys want to, like, pose for a picture or some shit? And I gave him a lighter, and he's like, oh, shit, this is from Connecticut. Because <laughs> their whole squad is yeah. from Connecticut, so. Yeah, dude, the one, time, the one time he's I needed... Dope. The one time I needed Google iCloud... Or not Google iCloud. Apple iCloud to uh-huh. work fucked me over dude that shit always fucks me <laughs> up like i don't trust that if but I everything else is like transfers over really <laughs> damn i don't even bother with it if i want something backed up i manually back yeah it up put it on laptop or something yeah, or on my hard drive or whatever yeah. dude that hard drive i need to get a second one if i lose that shit my whole like oh, career is gone yeah i'm on <laughs> I my second start one all too. over i'm on my second one too i need to put like one of those tiles on it yeah bro do what i do fucking yeah yeah it. you got the velcro that's yeah, just velcro it on there Hey, but that's dope, though. I'm glad to hear that I got you into performing. Yeah, dude. Performing is the shit. I've come a long way since then. I think I've done... I think yeah, my goal... going out there heavy. My I see all goal, your posts. My goal for this year was to do, like, two to three shows, bro. I think I did, like, five or six. Dope. I was just like, I did that for sure. Uh-huh. 
definitely that's the goal dude it's always crazy when i go to like update my website and add like old show dates because i like try to keep a running track and i just cross out all the ones that are done and i'll keep all the ones that are coming up so people visit my website they like know where to come find me and see me live but like now i just have this whole ass list of shows that i've done and i'm like damn the resume (laughs) yeah exactly the fucking resume damn yeah now i'm more like especially with like the festival being canceled right now Mm -hmm. or postponed i should say not canceled um trying to focus more now on the production for sure because i want to start putting out more songs see what i I had told myself was like after this festival this weekend Mm -hmm. i was like i'm gonna take a break from gigs right and just focus on producing and putting music out but then it got postponed so now i guess i'm gonna have time either way but after that festival i think i'm just gonna chill for a little like next year probably just like focus on my production for half the year and not only that i mean i'm also planning to do my master's so oh shit i'm trying to i need to study to take the test to get into master's in what uh international marketing dope and i'm trying to do it in germany so oh shit that's gonna be sick yeah so like it'd be cool to head out there and do school and i know they got a big EDM scene in europe oh yeah yeah that's gonna be crazy you're getting a master's while like djing clubs and everything yeah dude that'd be so tight like djing germany or something i'll come visit hell yeah i'm gonna try so (laughs) pretty fucking far but i'm gonna try to make it yeah germany has good beer so all right Oktoberfest. yeah october right now Oktoberfest. It's popping. <laughs> yeah, dude, I've been trying to do the same thing, too. I said the same thing at the beginning of summer where I was like, all right, I'm going to chill with the gigs and I'm just going to lock in and, like, try to work on some new music and whatnot. It's but, hard to say no, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what I mean by that is I stopped going out of my way to search for shows, but then I had a they big come, phase huh? where, yeah, I was just coming. nonstop. And I'm like, I'm not going to say no, so fuck it. I'm just going to postpone my break. All right. So finally, I'm at the stage where it, like, eased up a little bit. But I'm grateful that I had that run where i was doing just a crazy amount of shows i always look at it like boot camp just like traveling all over the place and getting that experience in and it does like translate especially as a vocalist when i go back in the studio Mm. and also in terms of just like overall sound i know what people respond to live and i know what to like yeah that's true if you need to tweak it or something yeah exactly like i try to write songs like with the vision in my head of like all right how's this going to go over when i'm on stage performing it Right, right. So I want songs that are going to sound good when you're in the car listening and also, like, live. Yeah. I try to plan out, like, in terms of the arrangement, like, oh, like, visually, I can do this, like, when I'm on stage, do this kind of, like, not trick, but just, like, I don't even want to call it choreography, but just, like, the type of movements and, like, yeah. what I want to do and, like, tell them to put their hands up at this part. Yeah. I'll, like, get down on my knee and, like... Like, strategically play exactly like, points where uh-huh. you're going to maybe sure. give, like, a little speech or something mm-hmm. and... You know, for sure. Or yeah. if it's like a super emotional, like breakdown part. Or like, who part. wants a free shirt right now? Or something uh-huh. like, you know, just little things to like get the crowd involved and whatnot. Yeah, definitely. I also got to like plan out my breath marks a little more meticulously because uh-huh. I'm like, fuck, if I got to do this all live, I'm not going to be able to punch in. And I got to like this big chunk is going to take a whole like tank of breath. <laughs> so I got to make sure I get in a breath right before this. Yep. <laughs> but that's the thing. You got to make it subtle enough to where you don't sound like. <laughs> Right, like right, you're right. fucking drinking a milkshake on the microphone. <laughs> like you gotta, you don't want it to notice yeah. what you're doing. So you gotta like make it right. quick and just subtle. We're taking a hit from the bomb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but otherwise, you just sound like breathy and very amateurish, and I don't want to come off like that. So I try to like write to perform, 
Yeah. Like tech, I think that's what Tech Nine calls it. You gotta have yeah, have the end goal in mind, like performance mm-hmm. in mind. Exactly. Yeah. Because that's where you get the full experience. Like whenever people are like asking me about my music, I'm like, you want to the full experience of who I am as an artist come to a show yeah. come to my show like not just like an opening right, right, right. set where I do one song or something yeah like I an do, actual uh huh yeah if I got like 20 minutes up there with you and I can get versatile and show yeah. each like avenue of the kind of sound that I put out like you're put, you have like a persona on stage you know like yeah, you're putting yeah, yeah. on for, for people, sure you know? for sure like from the beginning of the show to the end of the show, it's like yeah, but like it takes exactly it takes more than one song because right. especially if you're a versatile artist, you have so much more to offer than just that. Yeah. So I try to like plan out my set list too to where it's like a roller coaster. Right, right. That's why you know like like that's why I kind of fuck with like Usher, bro. He's such a good performer. Usher, I've never seen him perform, but I was taking this master class. Dude, his master from, class, yeah, 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 yeah performance. Yeah. Dude, I didn't excited. finish it yet. I just watched a couple of videos, but I've been taking a lot of master classes online. Yeah, he's he's good, man. He's hella confident, too. Yeah, yeah, but. for sure. You have to have that if you're oh, on yeah. stage. It's crazy. People are going to notice if you don't, and it's just going to, like, tear you down. Yeah. All your anxieties that you have going into it are just going to, like, skyrocket. Oh, yeah. And once Don't they think see about that, it too much. Exactly, just, exactly. You know? It's going to eat you up up there if you're not right. 100% confident. You know, that's <laughs> that's another thing what I, I really like this whole Big Bounce America thing I'm uh-huh. doing. Because I, I get to, you know, DJ and get on the mic. Uh-huh at the same time and talk to people all over the country you know just like oh yeah, you know definitely. and and the more you do and it, the, the more, more i do it the more are. comfortable you get with it and you know the more comfortable i'm with it the better i'm gonna do at festivals exactly and exactly whatnot and like for the big bounce i'm over here like saying like full-on sentences paragraphs i mean at a festival you're not gonna be saying you know yeah, whole exactly. narrative but it makes it so much easier to just be like all right let's go like just little yep. things you know mm-hmm. like one two three you know it's great crazy to put into perspective like i don't know very yeah, no, exactly what you just thankful for being able to do that and have that opportunity yeah for sure that's how i look at like smaller shows where i'm only doing like one song like a guest feature or something i'm like yeah. fuck it it's practice yeah it's just getting in front of another crowd so that when it's time for like my big shows i have that much more under my belt and i'm that much more prepared yeah definitely preparation's key man like, yep can't emphasize that enough because if you're unprepared you know your show's gonna be whack exactly i remember like early in my performing career i should say i like i was doing a show in lodi and it was the last song second to last song i was doing something like that i was in the middle of the set i think i did like three but it was a new song that i had just like kind of finished but i didn't rehearse it enough and it was like during the second verse i just completely blanked out and i had to go to the dj and like motion to him like yo like fade it out skip to the next i don't remember my fucking verse because sometimes that's happened where it's close enough to the end where i could just freestyle the rest of it yeah and it like it plays off yeah (laughs) i mean it's not like as good as what i wrote but at least people don't think i messed up but that was so early in the verse i'm like dude i can't freestyle a whole ass minute and 30 seconds in front of all these people right right not that that many people are watching me but that was like traumatizing and ever since then i would give myself like all right i think the next show i was like okay a month out i have to have my entire set like performance ready yeah and then obviously like the more shows i did the more comfortable i got i realized the that faster I have you to can be... put it together exactly yeah that's how i felt with djing too mm-hmm. the same thing but in the beginning it's like oh shit i got a show down the road i better start now right but now it's like oh you want me to perform tomorrow night all right all right i'll, I'll have something out. ready <laughs> you're like come in because you already got an idea of exactly, how it should go exactly. down like you know how you want to play your songs already mm-hmm. same thing with djing it's like like, oh, I already got all this music queued up, and, like, I know, like, what I've mixed before that sounds good. Like, 
Fuck it, I'll be down. Oh, you just need me for 30, 40 minutes? Like, for sure, like, easy. For Freestyle sure. it or fucking... I mean, especially now with the big bounce, like, I could play with it. I freestyle the fuck mm-hmm. out of it. Like, I, yeah. I don't play... You have to be able to improvise. Like, yeah, I don't play sets that I plan. It's mm-hmm. like, I just fucking freestyle it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I give it to you, like, as an artist, or, you know, any artist out there, like, mm-hmm. rappers or whatever. It's hard, you know? Like, I mean, you're up in front of, like, yeah, millions sure. of people. Or, you know, not yet. Yeah, but, not yet, but... But, you know, you're still in front of a crowd. Mm-hmm. For sure. And, like, I remember when I first started performing in high school, that shit was nerve-wracking. I'd be shaking <laughs> in my seat, literally, like, just... Right. Like, I'd have a seizure or something. <laughs> it was bad. But I just told myself, like, I can't get to where I want to be Unless, if I'm not performing. Right. So, like it or not, this is what you gotta it. do. Uh-huh. And I feel like... I definitely had to change myself as a person to a certain extent to be able to be the kind of guy who's able to get up and do that. Yeah. But fuck it, like, I gotta do what I gotta do to get there. Yeah, M- most definitely. I feel like it's harder to be yeah. an artist or rapper, I should say. Because, like you said, like, if you fuck, fuck up, you forget your lines, say you're mm-hmm. drunk, and, you know, obviously a lot of rappers drink and shit mm-hmm. while they go on stage. Say you're just like, fuck. I just totally blanked out. Yeah, you got to be able to play it off. Like, like going yeah, back like, to improvising. Oh, fuck. <laughs> like, I could just that'd be my first initial reaction. Like, oh fuck, I fucked up. You yeah, know? but like the good people, they'll do that on stage and they'll fuck up and they'll play it off and make it funny and get the whole right. crowd laughing and they know exactly what right, to right, do. How to do it? You got to be prepared for anything to happen. Like, I remember one time I went to a show and like for the first a couple minutes the sound wasn't working. I couldn't get my beat to play, so I literally just had the crowd start clapping. And I just performed a whole ass song over them clapping. Nice. Just like a soul clap like that until we finally got the sound set up. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to be yeah, prepared just improvise, for whatever. Yeah. And like you said, sometimes you do blank out. Even Like, the most experienced guys will still have moments. They get right. distracted or something happens. And yeah. maybe they have something going on outside, like behind the scenes. And right, it's just right. fucking with them. True. You just got to be able to play it off. and. Yeah, it's definitely harder for Yeah, don't lose the crowd. No DJs. matter what, yeah. Because I feel like as a DJ, I can just be like, oh, fuck, my bad guys, I fucked up, let's get this shit popping, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. let's rewind that back, mm-hmm. and just play. Like, yep. And sometimes you just roll with, you don't even tell them that you fucked up, you just roll with whatever you did and make it sound like it right. was natural. And the True. best ones can do that. Yeah. Be like, oh, fuck, what just happened? Yo. <laughs> yeah, that shit's tight. Anyway, we are getting pretty deep into we time. Are, huh? So I was going to say, is there any like... Nine ten, <coughs> yeah. My bad. Is there any like specific questions you have for your audience members or whoever's tuning in, or like, um, if not, then just list all your socials. Give them. I don't the really have any questions. I mean, if you guys have, I guess if you know my fans or whoever follows me out there has any suggestions or feedback or yeah, same, you know, something they want to hear from me, like just let me know. Like hit me up in the DMs or you know comments on my posts. Uh, yeah, well. DMs, give them your Instagram, your Twitter, yeah, uh, Snapchat, whatever it is. Everything pretty much. It's Website. At Jayburn. It's uh, J-A-Y-X-B-E-R-N. Okay. Story behind that. J because my first name's Juan. Uh-huh. X is a spacer. And Burn because my middle name is Bernardo. So kind of nice. just made it. And it does sound cool. Like yeah, Jayburn, Jay like Burn, Fire right. Burn. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I've been trying to come up with like a signature. I think I'm going to go with the whole J like I don't know Dude, I have been, to make it though yeah I've been doing similar things I get a lot of inspiration from like watching the old Muhammad Ali clips uh, where he's like doing his little rap thing back yeah. in the day and now when I'm on stage wait wait, wait, wait. Like, I might be able to just take that and use it hey <laughs> maybe you can <laughs> fuck but yeah like I was saying like 
like you said, the signature thing. I've been going on stage and playing around with different ones, but I think one time I was like, I'm tall, but I don't play ball or shoot threes. My name is Jay Lloyd. That's spelled with two E's. Hey. And I like just get the crowd going like, ooh, okay. And they're like, tune in because it's funny, but it's catchy and you introduce your name and everything. Right. So that's one thing that I've been thinking about too. And just like trying to come up with shit that sticks. Yeah, definitely. Because you want him to like go home and be like, oh, I remember his name because right. that, that catchy slogan or whatever right. it was. Or just like the b -b -b burn or. Right, right. Like, it's so cliche, but I uh -huh. feel like it'd give it, like, a whole different, like, oh, like, he took a cliche thing and, yeah. you know, made it into this whole new thing. That's mm -hmm. his name. Because I know other artists do that. Like, like I was saying, Dax earlier, he always, it's Dax! Or he does uh, that, like, high-pitched, yeah. like, scream, or, like, Tech 9 instead of just saying, hey, my name's Tech 9 he's like, Tech 9 Yeah, yeah, like right, that. right, right. And that's going to stick in your head way more than it would if, like, hi, my name is Tech 9 Like, right. that's some bland-ass <laughs> shit. Yeah. But yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, other than Website. That, Oh, website. Damn, it's a long one. It's on my Instagram. How do they get your new merch? Instagram. Because I'm. It's on my Instagram. Okay. Uh, so if you go to, it's honestly the link is on every platform, like on Instagram, okay. Twitter. Cool. So it's just on go my to the bio. And yeah, they'll my, find everything they need. Yeah, they'll find everything. I have cool. a landing page that you know gives them a couple options, and they can go directly to my website there. Dope. All the merch, videos, everything. So speaking of merch, what do you have? Yeah, I saw the towel in that one post. Oh yeah. I got the shirts. Yeah, what I got, got stickers. Long sleeves, uh, baseball tees. Okay. I got um, you were saying towels, stickers. Mm -hmm. I also got crop tops for the ladies. I got um, yoga pants out there. Yeah, leggings, yoga leggings. There you go. Shout out to Printful. Uh, yeah, you know you made it when you're walking around at like Starbucks and some shit. And some girls wearing Jay Burn, <laughs> Jay like, Burn yoga leggings. pants. <laughs> some white girl. Huh? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no offense to the white girls. You're all cool. Um, what else do I got? Um, anything else? Any upcoming regular projects? Tees, regular we already tees. talked about the shows that got postponed, but like, yeah. Some, anything you're dropping coming up soon, or? Yeah, I got um. Well, I just dropped. I just out? dropped Hawaii. Uh, it's a tropical song I made like last year and finally went back and mixed and mastered it. Yeah, I feel you were doing As of now, I have a couple songs I'm working on. More uh, housey, bass housey stuff. Uh, I'm doing a collab with one, a couple collabs with my boy Alex from Washington. Cool. Um, I need to finish that. I also have a couple singles that I'm coming up with on my own. Nice. I have a really uh, catchy catchy like i don't even know what genre i'd consider it but i feel like it's kind of like edm pop or some shit is that even a genre like I'm sure EDM it is pop but that's dope that you're like you know what can i can i just play the, the example yeah, yeah. Like, i was i was actually gonna bring that up if you want to play like some yeah. little snippets as a treat for everybody who tuned in and stuck around this long because right, i think right, we're right. like what um, an hour and 20 minutes into it for real that's so long i know it went by fast where the fuck is my oh it's right here beats Oh, I'm also working on a collab with my boy uh, Jake. Uh, his name he goes by Bokeh, Bokeh mm -hmm. Music. He's uh he goes to UC Berkeley. Dope. He actually um that's where she goes. I actually oh that's tight. He's he's part of Theta Kai, and I actually met him at the Grill Studio for an event. I went there for High Standard. Uh huh. And he was an intern there. Oh. And then like dope. he kind of gave me like some insight on the Grill. Is that the Johnny that. Snipes event? Uh, High Standard. No, no, that was uh Chizzy Stevens producer for chris brown oh okay cool um yeah we have another song too we're working on i'll play a little bit of that one too that's dope yeah dude events like that are always awesome i remember i went to the ill mine one past the ox nice. and i like met a bunch of people there yeah so okay see. go ahead hopefully it doesn't sound too loud on your thing if anything i could just lower it 
I call this one when I'm with you. Gotta add like a massive drop. Yeah, right I gotta there. add a massive drop. You can probably, dope, though. can probably cut that, but um, here's my other one. I'll skip. I'll skip more forward into this one. Okay. Uh, hold on. Here we go. Yeah, I just got a couple different like songs that uh, I should say a lot. I got a full library that I need to go back and like you know just yeah, dude, same. I, um, every time I go into record a project, I end up like spitting out hell extra shit that just lays in my laptop. But one of these days I'm gonna go through and all the unused beats that I like fucking spent money on, I need to go through and like put something out over them so I didn't yeah. just toss money down the drain. Right, right, right. And like all the demos and like snippets of songs that I have, I need to go in and just lock in and finish them. Bro, you know what I just thought of? What's up? I could have honestly, I could just send you like the file and you can like cut it. So it's like actual. Oh, but no, this was cool. This was live and like yeah, I guess you had to play it for him. But definitely we can put some shit links like, to previews. Snippet, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Snippet, snippet whatever you want to do. Just let me know. Yeah. Email it to me. I'll probably get this up sometime. Let, let me let me see how it sounds. Okay. Like, yeah, like yeah, send yeah. me whatever it sounds like for and sure. Because I gotta we'll upload it to the RSS feed yeah, first, yeah. and then after that they send it to Spotify, and that takes a few days, I think. So if I get it uploaded today, hmm. you shouldn't get any uh, any like oh copyright copyright yeah because yeah, it's not music. out yet so oh yeah yeah it's not true. out yet so yeah I mean even if it was I'm sure you could like email them and be like no this is my music right right like, that's happened to me before on YouTube I remember I got some like email they're like copyright notice I'm like what the fuck that's my song look at the video <laughs> I'm in it <laughs> no I think me I, can't I think use they it. just email you letting yeah, you know yeah, but they don't remove it unless. Mm -hmm. Like, say, if it wasn't you... No, but I think they, like, wouldn't let me... I think you you would have the decision, though. Like, say, if I used your music, oh, right, yeah, yeah, and you didn't know true. me, and they notified you, like, oh, this person used your music, that's it true. would notify them, but then it wouldn't remove it unless, I think, unless you tell them, like, oh, that's my music, I didn't uh -huh. give them permission, like, yeah. take it off. I think it's different when you're working with labels, where you're right as far as, like, independent artists go. Because right, I think right. they have it, like, I always see, like, UMG content blocked in your whatever. Yeah, Or, yeah. like, video was taken down. I think that's all, like, behind-the-scenes label shit for the big artists. But for us, you're probably right about that. 
I've never had a video get taken down, so I don't really know. But, yeah, other than that, to end the podcast, I guess I would just Joe, say, yeah, like, thanks for coming, man. I would just say, yeah, no problem. I would just say, like, anybody out there who wants to get involved with music or honestly, like, anything, pa- like, any passion you have, like, f- don't feel like it's too late, even if you're, like, 20, 21 years old. Yeah, dude, I started even at, like, if you're way older yeah, than like, that, just do it. Just, just do for the it. sake of doing it, because you want right. to, not because you're expecting anything, right, exactly. any return out of it. Because if you're doing it for that reason, then maybe you shouldn't be doing it. But if you just want to do <laughs> right. it for the sake of passion and you want to, like... Just do it. Like, like you're going to get haters or people who, you know, put you down or don't believe in you. But as long as you believe in yourself, like... Yeah. that's all you need and then sooner or later you'll start hang finding um you know connections like with people who are like-minded you know like, like my boy jay laurie right here yeah like go to it'll come networking to you, yeah shit. you meet people like i linked up with you because of germ because he yeah. came to my um he went to one of your events yeah, yeah, out yeah. here with i opened um, up for he told me too wax oh. and mac lethal yeah something he like that. came because of sam shout out to sam ruckus sam ruckus there yep. we go yeah, yeah yeah he brought a germ over there and then i linked up with him and then I invited him to the Harlow show because I told him it was coming up that I was opening for Chris Webby. He's like, hey, bro, you got a DJ? And I'm like, actually, I've been looking for someone to DJ. He's like, yo, check out my boy. And then I went over to your house for hers. I'm like, yeah. it's a wrap. Shout out to Jerm. Yeah, shout out Jerm. Check him out, too, at, uh, at Just, Just Jerm Music. music. Yep. Is he still doing like uh, new music every Fridays? I think he was just doing that for a while. Oh, okay. I think right now he's back in the studio grinding and coming up with new shit. So, Because, yeah, he was putting out songs that... He had finished, you know, and uh-huh. kind of like was like, oh, like I have enough music to put out for this many Fridays or whatever. So I think he's back to the drawing board. You know? Cool. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jim. I'm not sure. We <laughs> gotta get him up here sometime too. For real. But uh, yeah, I think that's it. Um, yep. As far as I go, if you don't already know, at J underscore L O R E E underscore, you can find all my shit. JLoreOfficial dot com. Everything else you'll get through there. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Yep. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Thanks for coming. Lit. Dope.